0: Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Analogy. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing a truly amazing and powerful earth medicine woman. She has traveled to India and Peru to master the beauty behind the art of yoga and to study on the immense power behind Madre Cacao. However, it isn't her experience that makes her the amazing person that she is, it's her love and compassion that she exhibits for her students and their personal healing journeys. That truly sets her practice apart from the rest. Welcome, Anna. Hello. How are you today?
1: Very well.
0: Yeah, how's your morning? How's your afternoon? How's everything?
1: A little chilly. I just want to first say thank you for that beautiful introduction. Of course. I really appreciate that. I meant
0: every word. I was I was up all night trying to write it. Oh, you're so sweet. That was so
1: cute. You mean the world to me. You
0: really do. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> I hope you know that. Thank you, Alex. Of course. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you're so busy. Yeah. Um, no worries. No worries. And I feel so honored to be interviewing you and stuff. Aww. Yeah. Thank, you, babe.
1: <laughs> thank so, you so much for that.
0: <clears throat> I know you're drinking some celery juice.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm trying to finish this and it's kind of hard. So it's bear okay. with me. I have a half a, I don't even know, hopefully a half left here. A half, of, <laughs> half a 16 ounce. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Just um is it tasty? I like to drink it every every um every day, but normally I'm supposed to have it earlier. Yeah. Um but it's good it's good for your skin. It's good for your your hair. Digestion. It looks delicious. Mm. I know the
0: taste probably isn't
1: not bad but if you want to try you can okay. try. It. Yeah. It's really not bad. It's it's actually sweet.
0: Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I thought yeah. it was going to be
1: like bitter. No, 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 no. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You should try it. It might not go well with your tea. <laughs> with my tea. <laughs>
0: Um, um, but that leads me to my first question. So this yeah. is a
1: lifestyle for you,
0: right? You're very healthy or at least try to be. And you're a yoga teacher, so I'm pretty sure you know all the benefits that come with being healthy and living a healthy lifestyle.
1: Yes, yes. I um this is a lifestyle for me. I believe in balance in every direction. Mm-hmm. So if I you know, if I teach and I'm setting the example to others, it just even in my early years of teaching, I just adopted in, in the trainings that I've done um, an organic lifestyle, so it just fell into it naturally. You know, you kind of fall off of going out and yeah. on the weekends when you when you take trainings, the yoga trainings, especially the ones that I've done, mm-hmm. um, based in India, and um, even the ones I, I did in the very beginning of my, my, my career, which was Florida... You slowly fall off of any kind of like unhealthy habits you have. Yeah, you know.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: they just fall. It's not like you even have to set the intention. Mm-hmm. You know, you automatically just don't want to do things.
0: I guess because you become more mindful of yeah. what you're actually doing with your time and what you're putting into your body.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So it's like. It's it's that's the magic of it. You mm-hmm. know, because it's not like you know you have you're there. It's not like you're just oh well. I need to start this. I need to start this. And it's, you know, it's everything's easier when you have a practice, a mindful practice. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. So you it's mentioned
0: like that you went to India to study on mm-hmm. yoga, Jiva Mukti, right?
1: Yeah, Jiva Mukti. Jiva Mukti is considered to be like the gold standard of yoga. It's like almost a Harvard of yoga.
0: Wow. So it's that's very amazing. yeah. The
1: testing was very difficult and. It was they do the trainings mm-hmm. all over the world. This one particularly was in India. It was in Mumbai, Maharashtra, and it was the training itself was mm-hmm. two months long. Wow. And we stayed at a Hare Krishna temple, where we just ate Savic food the whole time, you know, and we were just kind of blessed and, and, and by these monks continuously following the ancient Hindu traditions in conjunction with the yogic principles. So really studying it to the core scriptures and mantras and embodying this philosophy than just going and getting a certification. Exactly. So that's what was beauty of of studying there. You know, it That's was just amazing, so
0: beautiful. yeah, because you get immersed into the culture. Oh, so it's yeah. not like you're just practicing something. You kind of become it in a yeah. way, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was really, it was full on. It was, it was a beautiful. It was a Govardhan eco-village, so it was a 50-mile village with just, like, holy cows, white cows, and, you know, just really to the core, like, nothing was... Uh, and everything was untouched, sort of, right? Yeah, just mm-hmm. purely, purely ref- like refined, and wow. it, was, it was nice. That sounds like amazing. Yeah, experience. it was a great experience, yeah. really was one of my most profound lifetime experiences for sure.
0: So you studied
1: alongside um, other teachers as well, right? Oh yeah, in the beginning, uh, in 2010 or 11 ish, I, I did study under uh, Jimmy Barkin, which was Bikram's partner. So I did learn a hot yoga method and then for the first couple of years in my yoga teachings I went along with that but ever ever uh, from there I realized that there's more to yoga like there's more to it and it was this was like more more of just a physical aspect yeah. so this is when I when I decided to go for the Jiva mukti training um so jivan mukti right jiva is soul Mukti is liberation, Mm. so it's liberated soul, Jivan Mukti, right? And Jivan Mukti Yoga means a path to enlightenment through compassion for all beings.
0: Wow!
1: So those are the tenets, and the uh, I want to say like almost like the ten ten commandments, Mm -hmm. right? These are the yamas and then niyamas in Hinduism that you follow to reach this enlightenment
0: that's amazing. But all yoga <coughs>
1: teacher trainings have somewhat of it. I'm not saying that you can't get a real certification in the United States. It mm-hmm. depends who you're training under and most of the teachers that give out the certifications um you know are pretty good but at the same time, you know, it, it's you really want it to be a traditional lineage.
0: Of course, you know, to mm-hmm. really um,
1: to really gain the benefits of what yoga is. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, because the more you know about it, or the history on it, um, yeah. the greater you develop a passion for it, I would say, or love, too, because you become one with the culture, Yes, and it's not just a practice.
1: Exactly, and becoming one is the goal of yoga, because, you know, yoga itself, the word yoga means to unite, right, to connect, Yeah. union.
0: I think life. those are... Those are so beautiful. Like the meanings behind the words. Oh yeah. You know, because sure.
1: you kind of you know
0: look at a yoga lesson and you're just like, oh yeah, it's like exercise. But then once you actually know what yoga means and the history behind the poses and stuff like that, it just allows you to develop a deeper connection, which oh, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For sure,
0: for sure. So I wanted to ask you on um, a beautiful transformation you feel like you've had. So. I like to ask this question because it kind of relates to the butterfly analogy and Mm -hmm. what it stands for. So um, what is something you feel like you went through in your past that kind of relates to this idea of transformation?
1: The India training itself was very transformative Mm. um, because of the constant chanting and meditation of the scriptures that literally carry the energies of ancient wisdom and power, that was very transformative. Mm -hmm. The heart opening that I received in India was pretty massive. Um, Can you touch more upon that? Well, when you chant these scriptures and these mantras, especially if they are targeted towards... God realization, whichever your God may be, you know. Um, in this in this training was we were emphasized Krishna. So we did the Krishna mantras every morning mm-hmm. and it shifts energy. It cleans wow. energy in your body. You know what I mean? And that was pretty transformative. Like I just I felt I had, and j- just exactly what Jiva Mukti means, it's a path to enlightenment through compassion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt I had Massive compassion after the training. Wow. Which I always felt I was a compassionate being. Mm I always was a beautiful, like a good being. I was never, but I just had more compassion. You know, I just, it was just, it just was so natural where Mm -hmm. there wasn't anything, you know what I mean? So it was effortless. That's amazing. So that was pretty transforming. Yeah.
0: It does sound transformational. Oh yeah. It was beautiful. Because you're immersed in the culture, you're chanting these,
1: um, would you say scriptures or... Well, yeah. Well, th- there's about 50,000 or more. But there's certain teachers that pick like um, certain ones for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. So we had a beautiful one. Um, um, And Sharon Gannon, my teacher, she trained with Patabi Joyce, which was a huge Ashtanga teacher in Mysore, India. So she practiced the Ashtanga practice. But the... Um, the mantra was targeted towards uh, Krishna, which, you know, is, is like, I guess you want to say Christianity is Jesus, mm-hmm. which is there, you know. Yeah. And we just would chant the mantras and, and come into our heart space and the energies would, the mantras would organize energies in the system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was, it was repetitive. Like yeah. Like you have to do it 108 times. So that's, so I, that was yeah. opening. That was very opening.
0: I, I kind of felt that way when we were doing the chanting we during were. the secret cacao. Oh yeah. Yeah, cuz when um when you're when you're all chanting together, it gives you a sense of unity, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz you're all doing it at the same time. So, it kind of leaves like leaves out this idea that you are this person, you're that person. You know what I mean? It it disperses the idea of labels and stuff like that cuz yeah. yeah. it just brings you all together.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's why I like to incorporate that into my ceremonies. Yeah. Because I don't really think many people do. If they do, they have a cacao or they have the mantra. They don't do that together. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like to do it. That's amazing.
0: So talking about cacao, um, you went to Peru to kind of um, learn more about it, right? So when was the first time you kind of heard of the sacred power behind it?
1: Well... When I went to the United Kingdom, I did um, an energy healing certification with Jerry Sargent, and he was part of Star Magic Team. Really cool modality that just harnesses the energies of and and, and the light system of the planets to Mm -hmm. heal the body. And he had did a cacao ceremony there. Oh, so that was like your first time? That was the first time in the United Kingdom. Oh, I see. Then from there... I went, and I went to Peru, not from there, but from there I carried the wisdom back with me. And then, you know, I I wanted to kind of go where the plant was grown, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I wanted to learn more about it. So they had, like, little retreats in Peru, and they had – so then I I went to Peru for a couple different reasons. But Mm -hmm. then while I was there, I learned about the ceremonies and what it is that the ceremonial-grade cacao – really does and brings to, to to the individual in, in a, in a ceremony, um, if used with intentional reasons. Yeah, of course. So Mm -hmm. it's a powerful plant medicine. It's, it's considered to be, you know, the highest source of magnesium in the world and the ceremonial grade, which is the one that I sell is a little bit different, way different than the ones you get like in GNC or vitamin shop, the, the chemical, the bliss chemical Anandamine and it isn't cooked out. Mm-hmm. So, you want it to be sun kissed. You want it to be handled with love.
0: Yeah, of course. So that's
1: what they do. They don't. They, they handle it where so you you you're able to harness the energy of the bliss chemical mm-hmm. to use it for heart opening expansion. And that's what we do in the ceremony. That's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. learned. I mean, I learned about it a little more there, and then I read about it, and I did my own research about it. You know, but.
0: Was there, like, a profound moment that kind of gravitated you towards it, like, towards learning more about it? Did you yourself experience anything um, eye-opening or breakthrough
1: when you first tried it? Yeah, I did. I had, um... When I first tried it, I, I we did the combination of the breath work that I teach with it. mm mm-hmm. It was a long time. So I felt, um... Just energy, like, lifting off of me maybe could have been energy from uh, past lovers or energy from um, maybe parents or just energy. It was like a cleanse almost, Mm -hmm. you know? I felt an opening of a cleanse with that.
0: Did you feel any sensation in your body? Was it, like, visions or... Uh,
1: More like tingle, tingling um, sensations and some energy leaving, like... I remember I, like, yawned constantly and... Um, but these are the effects from experience after that of just the breath work and not only the cacao or mm-hmm. the conjunction more so with it. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? of
1: course. because it's you're working the breath and you're like using the splits chemical. So it's a great combination and that's what I really like doing in my ceremonies mm-hmm. too. you know Yeah, of course. So, yeah,
0: that's amazing. So also with the breath work, um, so is it meant to kind of trigger? anxiety kind of thing because i know it's like very short breaths so um it kind of feels like you're kind of are going through a panic attack i don't want to say panic attack because people are going to get scared but um what i'm trying to say is is that what triggers it like the emotion or the energy leaving is like that short breath or usually
1: yes um not, it depends. I guess it depends mm-hmm. what your intention is and what you're really going to. It's 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 not supposed to cause anxiety at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's supposed to maybe release energies in the body that cause you anxiety, like in the past. Oh, I see. So I see. it might it might come mm-hmm. up quickly and like mm-hmm. you feel, but then I'll because energies and emotions come up in the work. Yeah. But then they leave. That's yeah. the whole point. Of you gotta course. bring them out. Mm-hmm. So. So it's
0: just meant to kind of clear that um, stagnant energy you're holding
1: on to. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Stale air, stale thoughts Mm -hmm. in the body. Um, It's really good for that.
0: Of course. I actually noticed after I did the sacred cacao ceremony with you that Mm -hmm. um, I was starting to notice a lot of my... um, my habits that I was doing, like my negative habits. Yeah. Um. Does it kind of do that too, where it kind of like pushes them up to kind of get you to deal with them? Because that's what I feel like I'm working on right now.
1: Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. It things might come up in your in your consciousness when you're doing anything, because it's a very therapeutic type of exercise. Mm-hmm. So. And especially what whatever intention you set. Yeah. So it's, that's completely normal to, for that to explode out of you. um, And if your mind catches it, it's really just doing it for you, for your own sake. Because the mind has ways of, the mind just has ways of kind of like fixing it. So uh, if you see it, Mm -hmm. again, maybe it's fixing it on some kind of level. Yeah, so it's like
0: now that it's like in my consciousness, yeah, Yeah, Uh I could kind of tackle it differently. Exactly. Than yes. if it's in your subconscious, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, yeah. that's amazing. Bringing
1: bringing yeah. light, light to the to the, to the situation. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nicole? I love
0: that. Yeah, because now, because you know, when you're when it's in your subconscious, you don't really see how it's hurting you or it's hurting other people. But now that you are aware of it, you can actually deal with it. Like you said.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you tell me something about like like that for you? Like, did you notice any habits that you were doing that were necessarily not something you wanted to do anymore or you wanted to heal from based off of In like maybe childhood or um, any triggers
1: um, I d- probably I mean after I worked with, with, with the cacao and breath work constantly like the way I give out of my ceremonies I want to say I have had some uncontrolled like sweet habits Mm-hmm. So I, I was able to control not eating them, like like not not going forth with them. Yeah, you know, not eating like the sweets that I felt like it was I was I wouldn't have any control to. Of course. You know? Yeah.
0: Because now, <clears throat> what you're eating is is driven by an intention, and if the intention yes. is not healthy, then you wouldn't want to put it in your body. Exactly. But yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, so if it's it fits in with your lifestyle too. Oh, yeah, for sure, 100%. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So um, for anyone that might be interested in attending a cacao ceremony with you, can you kind of like walk them through the events that kind of happen?
1: Sure. So a cacao ceremony with me, um, usually I have them at 4 p.m. or 6. So I advise anyone who would like to come to just have a light dinner beforehand because what we do – With the cacao um, itself is we want to consume it on someone of an empty stomach. Mm -hmm. So I I make the cacao. um, I also sell it. It's a ceremonial grade organic raw cacao. And I make it with agave, cinnamon, a little bit of turmeric, and usually just regular water. Sometimes I put oat milk in it. Um, We drink the cacao. We set an intention and we also bring forth the energy of the mantra whatever i feel like that day or maybe something that i get like f- sometimes i think about it and I, th- I get like a mantra i also when i'm making the cacao sing to the cacao cuz ab- the cacao absorbs a lot of energy mm-hmm. so that's why the intention is important especially when the you know the person is holding the cacao so we set an intention we do some chanting we do some deep meditation um of each chakra and the Bidra mantra. So we we, we really open up the body using the energy of the mantra, then using and harnessing the energy of the cacao. And it also depends what day that is. It might be a full moon or new moon. Usually I do them around the new moon or the full moon. And what that does is really amplify the energy. So it's like we're going 10 times harder (laughs) with the new moon. Yeah. Yeah, it gets out of control sometimes.
0: Would you say it's a different intention for each moon? Because I know full moons are meant to, like, release energy yeah. and new moons are to welcome in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Usually
1: the new moon is a very, is a very inward kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So they, they go really well with, with the conjunction of cacao. Um, the full moon is an expansive energy. So, like, people almost have more energy. You know, the, cacao, the, in, the inward energy is very, like, you feel more lazy On yeah. the new moon. So it depends. I'll incorporate in a little, bit, little yoga if it's the full moon or I'll do, like, more inward energy. And when new it's moon. the moon, We're yeah. going in, 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 or we're going a little bit out, you know, so. Mm-hmm. um, But at the same time, they, they we still release or we bring in the new moon, you know? We moon, new moon, we bring in. Full moon, we release. Yeah. Because it's energy that's more of a yang, you know?
0: Yeah, of course. And how often would you recommend that you attend a sacred house ceremony?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean I honestly feel like once or twice a month is massive. it's great to just let these energies dissipate um, especially if you come and you and you move in layers which you you cleanse in layers and there's so many layers of us. so I recommend to just do as many as possible. why not mm-hmm. you know it's not this it can't hurt you of course so it's it's really and all my students some go deeper than others. some've been coming. I have a student you know that she comes to every one of my ceremonies no matter where it is. I usually have them at my house monthly. I have them all over Long Island, but and she comes to everyone. She moves a lot deeper than the people who just come once in a while, of course, especially in her in her practice.
0: Would you say it happens gradually? So, like you were saying, how we each go through layers. Um, can you describe what you what you mean by that exactly?
1: Yeah. Well, when when we do, um, so the energies of our 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 layers are our different bodies right that are mostly invisible but they're around us they they keep energy from relationships they keep energy from foods we eat they keep energy from decisions we've made in the past and then there's the karmic energies so there's almost four i'm not correct at this moment there's four or five bodies and there's layers like an onion the consciousness has layers Mm-hmm. So we break through these layers when we do this kind of work, any kind of healing work, even yoga, meditation, breath work, um, you know, cacao. When we set the intention, especially in a group setting, we, we, we cleanse these layers and, and, and their energies in our bodies, and our chakra field. So it's pretty wow. interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's five. I don't know them at the top of my head, mm-hmm. but many listening know exactly what I'm talking about, especially if you're conscious. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, cause
0: yeah. and you can kind of tell when you attend a ceremony. Like I attended my first one, and I felt like um, I was shaking a lot and stuff like that. Um, so I was releasing a lot of energy. Um, but then my second one was a little different because I didn't. I didn't tear up because the first one I did. The second one I didn't do as much shaking, but I did feel like pain, a little come up. So like I, really? I started to have back pain. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, remember that? Yeah. But it was it was cool because. Even though I felt cold in the moment, and I'm always cold, mm-hmm. I kind of got, like, a surge of heat. Like, mm-hmm. going, like, it started at the top of my back, and then it went down towards my legs. So it kind of felt like a release, almost. Yeah. It was amazing. It was such, like, a, yeah. a weird experience. So much stuff
1: could be coming up. I mean, I really don't know so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you either have an idea what the intention you set. Of course. Or you kind of know in a subconscious way something mm-hmm. that was leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could have been probably something with your lower chakras. Yeah. So
0: what would that be? That would be... What
1: was it, your lower back?
0: Yeah. Could be your root
1: chakra or your sacral. And what do those stand for? Like, well, what do you hold there? Well, the muladhara is your root chakra. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of home. That's mm. a lot of um, energy from parents. That's growth. Um, that money. That a lot of Money's sense. Money's in there as well. Security so if it was your lower back like more more like tailbone
0: yeah 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 definitely um i've been having a lot of like parent stuff happen yeah and a lot of like financial stuff come up Mm -hmm. so it makes a lot of sense that that's where that would be
1: got it that's probably what it is wow that's amazing and it could be maybe some kind of block too that was released
0: yeah Mm -hmm. wow yeah I didn't process that
1: until right now. Yeah, okay, look, that's look amazing. Pro- I told you, the, the um, usually we process a couple days after. Anyway. And you yeah. Just here, I feel like, right, two days ago.
0: Yeah, it was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was such an amazing experience, by the way. I, I felt so, so peaceful after. And that was my intention, was to be at peace after. And I felt so,
1: like, blessed. I get so much, I, even though I'm not doing, I'm doing all the exercise with you all, but yeah. I always feel so peaceful after myself. Right.
0: Yeah. I think it's just your environment too, like the love you put into everything you do, the love you put into the the cacao itself, because you chant to it and you sing to it. It just it just creates this loving environment.
1: You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. And the people that come here and they attend them too, they're amazing. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember where the first ceremony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The f- I mean, they they
1: everyone I've had. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're
0: fine. Yeah. You're fine. Um, <clears throat> I I just love it. I just want you to know that Thank so much. I, I love, love you. you. I love having you. I love having <laughs> yes. you. Thank
1: you so much for coming and sharing your energy. Of course, yeah. sharing yours Thank as you. well. Thank you. you
0: love so you've been to Italy, Greece, Peru, India. What mm. place was your
1: favorite to visit, and why? Um, <clears throat> Peru, definitely. Was it the culture, the people, the scenery? The culture, the people, um, everything. The, the sacred land, the energy you feel when you're there, uh, especially in the mountains. And Pizac, one of my favorite places. It's in Peru. It's in Cusco, Peru. Um, it's the land of the Incas. And it really is powerful, the energy there. and Yeah, I love it there.
0: Oh, that's yeah. amazing. So how long did you stay there? I was there
1: two months. Two months? Yeah, I was there two months. Oh, wow, that's a really yeah. long time. Yeah, so when I go places and I don't want to leave, that's my thing. <laughs> I don't, I'm not leaving. I love that, though. Yeah, Because,
0: yeah. you know, you seem like you've really tried to immerse yourself into everything you do. It's not just, like, surface level. Do you really try to become one oh, with yeah. what you're doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, thank not you. Not a lot
1: of people do that. And then yeah. I feel
0: like that also sets... You
1: apart from the rest you know what I mean yeah I, I feel like as well yeah I'm always going full on with it you know yeah yeah
0: it it creates this beautiful passion within you so oh that's, yeah that's amazing for sure, for sure. yeah, thank yeah. You, love. so uh, you spent two months there what did you do within those two months do you remember yeah
1: well I did um I went to Terrapato which was more of a jungle area for like a little while um and then I went to Cusco, which was like a more, it was very chilly. I went from like the jungle to like the chill. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was so cold. I had to go shopping and I, I loved to go and shop in there. Um, Did you get any like ponchos and Oh stuff yeah, like I got that. a million. Of them. I mean, this is one. That's one of yeah, them oh from yeah, this is my favorite. Peru, wow. Oh, yeah. These are my Peru blankets. These are like, I'm very sensitive with these. Like don't touch my Peru blankets <laughs> and do not take them home but but only because it's not hard, you know you can't go back as i thought i was gonna go back soon yeah yet. but i'm otherwise i'm very generous um did yeah. you
0: see a lot of the artisan work that they do
1: oh my god it's beautiful right yeah my favorite place to stay in is the Pizac inn it's right on the mountain in a little small town uh in in, in and it's just a beautiful beautiful place wow. oh yeah
0: how was the view like was there like a nice view like oh
1: my god the view is beautiful you could just see like the hiking trails in between the mountains and all the sacred land it just speaks to you
0: this sounds like such a mystical and spiritual experience oh it really have. is it yeah. is it's just
1: being there and like just you know energetically, uh, energy wise it's just I, I it's so hard to even describe the feeling that i get when i'm there it's you know, people say, oh, it feels like that and in Sedona. And I've been to many places and have not been to Sedona yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I just also feel like nothing compares to like Peru. Nothing, you know. But I don't know. I've never been to Arizona. so But I know <laughs> that people say it's almost the same vibe that people have been yeah. to both. But I can't say that. Because
0: I guess there's, like, Native American land, too. There. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Wow. Your business is so admiring. Thank you, babe. Um, It it truly is, because you've traveled, you have wonderful people that attend your ceremonies. Is there anything surprising about it? Like, did you always see it happening this way, or were there beautiful surprises along the way?
1: There were beautiful surprises along the way, you know? Like, I've cultivated—I've been teaching yoga for over over a decade now, so I've cultivated the trust in in my students that— because the, y- the cacao uh, ceremony is only about three years old, mm-hmm. so I was able to kind of use—not saying use, but connect with my following from yoga into that realm. You know, to open up opportunities for that. Of course. So, and it—it it automatically, uh, energetically, not so much surprises. It was very natural for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so
0: it kind of like manifested onto yeah. itself. You
1: would say exactly. Wow! Exactly. Yeah, and, and I'm so grateful for everyone's trust in, in everything that I lead. Of course, because you know? it's important.
0: yeah, it's emotional and vulnerable. You know, exactly. and you can't really trust just anyone. No, with you can't. Yeah,
1: yeah, because you're releasing a lot of energies, and you want to be in a safe space with somebody yes. that knows what they're doing. So yeah, <laughs>
0: and you obviously you oh, do amazing you. at it. Thank so. you so much.
1: I had such a great time in the last ceremony. Me I always have so much too. Have so much fun. I so much fun. Yeah, I know. They're great. They honestly
0: are, so guys, you have to attend at least one.
1: Yes, I would love <laughs> for you to come, please. <laughs> just follow me anywhere on Instagram or, you know, Facebook. Yeah, or to I'll website. make sure to put it in, like, our descriptions yeah, and sure. our
0: posts and stuff like okay. that. Okay, no problem. Um, so I just have a couple of more questions. I don't okay. want to take too much of your time. Um, what's the most important lesson you've learned over your career? Um, the most important lesson? Mm-hmm. Would you say it's like consistency or um, love for what you do? The most important
1: lesson, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is so much of a lesson, but it's an act of, you know, wisdom as far as just just keep, stay, keep doing the work. You know, like you can't say, oh, I meditated a little bit. I went to India for a little bit. I went to proof a little bit and then practice this and then, not stay in it yourself. Not mm. meditate. Not chant. Not do yoga. You know, like I just did two hours of yoga this morning. um So it's like the thing is, the key is to stay in your practice.
0: Practice what you speak.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then when you st- you don't want to come out of your practice because you're offering people just keep being the part. And there's when society is testy testy for that. You know, mm-hmm. like your friends want to go out and have drinks, but you have to teach a yoga class in the morning, and you know that's. That is right there. I've learned that I have to be militant with my life because and cut all that off. You can't even dabble in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like, mean, once a year I go off for my birthday, but at the same time, like you can't even dabble because it's, it's not conducive to the lifestyle. Of course. It'll affect your ceremonies, it'll affect your classes. So wow. that's one thing that I know. It's being disciplined in your own practice is a huge lesson for me.
0: Of course. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome thank you my love if you could be remembered for one thing for the rest of your life what would it be <coughs> um,
1: remembered I don't know <laughs>
0: no, I don't. this is a hard question <laughs> remember me
1: I'm definitely not singing in this life. Did certainly. you
0: watch? <laughs> Let's not do that. Did you watch Coco by any chance? It's a Disney movie. I didn't. Oh my God, it's <laughs> so it? good. It's so good. They sing a song called um, Remember Me, I think it's called. Really? Yeah, so I thought that's the song you were singing, but I guess not.
1: No, I. I you got to send me that. <laughs> I'll I'm send gonna, it I think to I, you. Maybe some voice lessons to begin with, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Your chanting is beautiful though. Oh, thank, thank you so is. much. I yeah. appreciate that. And it's yeah. it's very powerful. You could feel the power behind it.
1: Yeah, they, they were that we specialize in that training. Wow. You know?
0: How long was the training? Mm,
1: the specific topic for mantra and chanting mm-hmm. in that curriculum was probably like two weeks. But it was militant. It was of course. repetitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, and each chant
0: has a different meaning, right? It, they acts at
1: different vibrations, stimulate a different chakra, you know. So, which is cool, yeah. Can you chant a little for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we have uh, the Gayatri Mantra, which is um, the oldest mantra really really and they're all anciently old you know mm-hmm. but this one is the oldest and it's one of the strongest powerful uh, and it really just means to connect with your heart space and, and it's like and to to allow the light to diminish all energies that keep me from being enlightened mm-hmm. so that's what it means it's just it's a powerful mantra to <coughs> diminish the light I mean I'm sorry diminish the energies. Grow your light powerful. So it's the guide to mantra.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's meant to let go
1: of things? Is that yeah. essentially? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of anything that's, that's in your path, in your way, stopping you from enlightenment. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So it goes something like this. <clears throat> so we start with OM, which is A-U-M. It's pronounced A-U-M. You see it as O-M. Mm-hmm. You know, the OM symbol. Yeah. And it's the OM is um, the first sound ever created in the universe. That was the first sound wow. created. Yeah. So we start off with OM. OM. And then we go with the Gayatri mantra. So it's the Gayatri mantra is G A Y T R I, but Gayatri. So the Y is silent. Mm-hmm. So. Om Bor swaha Tat Savitur Varenyam Bargo Devas Yadi Mahi Dio Yona Prachodayat. Wow, that's beautiful. I mean, I'm not a, you know a singer, singer, but the mantra is no, come yeah. out in of energetic course. sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could feel it in another like you said in an other energetic sense yeah yeah
1: yeah so
0: that's amazing I I kind of felt the bliss coming from that honestly and the piece it it it. sounds
1: so um I love that one's one of my favorites yeah yeah Wow. yeah play the you want to play them constantly they're all over YouTube you know you want to learn them learn them you want to chant them chant them to you know there's ones that you could do while you shower um while you clean um it's really good to energetically bring these sounds into yeah, your existence.
0: Of course, you know. So. I usually do like mini concerts in my shower. Do you? <laughs> I want I to see this. So I have to try. <laughs> I have to try the Yes. Yeah.
1: You could even start off with very, very simple, Om Namah Shivaya. Mm-hmm. Right. Om Namah Shivaya, and that's very simple and that goes by quick if you do it a hundred yeah. times. And that's where they use the malas with the 108 on them, the beads, mm-hmm. because you go through the mala beads. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. And you go through something called japa, which is a repetition of the mala.
0: It's very meditative, right? Yeah, it's a form of
1: meditation, uh, mm-hmm. organizing the energies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. It's amazing to me how um, so many different cultures and so many different religions essentially do the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. I know in catholic kind of in the catholic religion they also have rosary beads where you pray with them and stuff like that just like oh yes mm -hmm. the the
1: prayer of rosary um this all came from hinduism that was originally Mm because that's what you do you go through the rosary and you say them it's all just a form right well it's all the same thing almost we're just going to Mm -hmm. different paths but the same place exactly
0: And that's, honestly, I feel like people forget that sometimes because there's so much competition oh, yeah, and this there is, is the right way to go and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's all essentially under one umbrella, which is love. Exactly. Yeah, yeah unconditional
1: love. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So thank you so much, Anna, for You're having so this welcome. conversation with oh me. Oh, my God. Yes, thank you for inviting me to your space. Your space is so beautiful. I'm happy to have
1: you here. Thank you, and I feel extremely honored to even be part of your podcast, and I think it's a beautiful thing That you're doing this, you're super talented yourself, and I think that, and I, I know so that, you know, everyone listening feels that energy from you. Thank you so much again. Welcome,
0: my love. I love you. I love you too. Do you have any socials you might want to put out there for anybody listening
1: on, so they could find you, your services? Yes. You can go to my website, AnnaPapadakis.com. I do sell some cacao and crystals. The cacao's on there. The crystals that I have, um, I have some coming in from Arizona, imported. So it's gonna take a little. Bit to get those on there um so anapapadakis.com and you can find me Anna Papadakis on facebook also my instagram is anna a-n-n-a-d-a-k-i-s-s and alex will put everything of course this, yes right? of course yeah, and if there's we... any questions or anything like i am extremely open you can email me you can Find me on Facebook. Find me on Instagram. In, inbox me. You can message me. I don't mind at all through my website. Um, if you have any questions about anything, if you need help with yoga, if you need help with breath work, meditation, that's what I'm here for. That's what I've been studying for years upon years, and I would love to help anyone out there seeking this type of work. It's it's truly my passion to help.
0: You're so, so. beautiful. Thank you, babe. I love that. I Thank love you it. so
1: much again. You're welcome. And stay beautiful, my loves. Thank you. Bye.